It is Friday, March 26th. Welcome into the Early Edge. I am your host, the coach. We're in your feet every single day before 11 a.m., and we do it all in 10 minutes or less, or at least we try. Coming off a two and three night because Memphis decided they didn't want to play the final two minutes. Western Kentucky, they were never really in it. But hey, a bad night for us is two and three. All right. But we're coming back today. It's a Friday. We're running three wide. So let's get right into it. Oh, M squared. You ready today, Bell? Ready for it. They had the mic muted because of Chief there, unfortunately, but we're back. I'm ready. We're fired up. Chief just seems to be fired up whenever Rick is on the show, so I have to mute the mic early on those shows. I've also noticed when he's very confident about his Chief's dog of the day, which I have identified as well. Speaking of Rick, Rick Runge, host the First Cup podcast. You know he's here. You know it's called. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm excited anytime Chief is around as well. Yeah, this is the final day of round robin play in the WGC. We find out who makes it to single elimination. It's going to be a ton of fun. It's one of my favorite days. Maestro, what's good, babe? Oh, it's all good. I'm just, I mean, I'm wondering why Penny Hardaway keeps a 6'11 big man who shoots <laughs> 30% from the foul line, 0 of 5. I mean, I know as a team they don't shoot well, but why is that guy in the game protecting a two point lead with two minutes to go? But, you know, we move on 0 and 2 for me, but still a 16 and 6 college hoops run, and I got a sweet 16 play later on. At least it didn't bother you. At least it didn't bother you. All right, here we go. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. You know, Mikey, you're up first. Let's go. It's a massive NBA slate following the trade deadline. We can go ahead and confidently say anyone involved in a trade yesterday will not be available to play tonight. That is a lot of players. We're going to start with the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant still out. Blake Griffin is available to play again tonight. However, Landry Shamet and Kyrie Irving both already ruled out. James Harden questionable. For the Boston Celtics, they were involved in the trade deadline yesterday. Daniel Tice no longer plays for the team. They acquired Evan Fournier, who will not be available to play. Semi Ojale is still out. Tristan Thompson is still out for them as well. For the Milwaukee Bucks, P.J. Tucker doubtful, but Bryn Forbes has been upgraded to probable. He should play there. The Orlando Magic, incredibly thin tonight as they traded away most of the team. Terrence Ross did not get traded. He is still questionable to play. They are 11.5-point underdogs at home to a Portland team that is on the second night of a back-to-back. That team is an absolute mess there. So please consider that if you're considering wagering on them. Um, let's see for the Houston Rockets. They acquired Kelly Olenek. They got rid of Victor Oladipo. None of those guys are available to play tonight. Also very, very thin in their matchup with Minnesota for the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green is upgraded to probable. He was ruled out last night. That's a situation to monitor again today. And Steph Curry remains out for them for at least two more games. Oh, that Kings game was a block last night. That was I was all over that thanks to Sportsline. I cannot imagine betting on anybody in the NBA at home getting eleven and a half points. I just I can't imagine it. All right, it is cut day, sort of, at the WGC Dell Technologies match play. That means we bring in our resident expert. He's our guy, Rick G. What's up, man? Yeah. So the storyline for golf today is not all matches matter. Remember, this is a completely different format than we see every single week. These guys have been playing round robin in their own group with the best record advancing. That means guys like Justin Thomas, who are 0-2 because he lost in each of his first two rounds, doesn't matter what he does. If he wins today, he is not moving on. There are a lot of scenarios 
players like that. And they're going to be even more difficult to handicap because you're thinking, does Justin Thomas even care about this match? So I'm targeting matches where guys control their own destiny, win and get in, or at least guys that have a chance to make it to a playoff or a chance to get into the elimination phase. Otherwise, uh, I have no idea what's on the mind of JT and guys who are who are already 0-2. The last thing we want to get is any tweet saying, Rick, coach, how come this guy had no energy? He was minus 150. At least go and look at the matches, like Rick said, and understand who has something to play for and who does not. And if you don't know, tweet us. We'll answer you. All right, it's time for our Sportsline Play of the Day. Here we go. We're going to go to the NBA. A little over. Hawks, Warriors, over 220. It's a 10 Eastern tip in our simulations at Sportsline. This cash is 66% of the time. The Hawks have been on a tear. The Warriors can't play defense, but they can score. So that's a recipe for the over. All right, how about our board? Oh, I love Fridays. M squared, you know the drill. Give it to me. All right, Coach, we're going back to this Milwaukee Bucks-Boston Celtics matchup. This is one we had on Wednesday where we had all of the closing line value. That one opened four and a half, closed minus seven and a half. This one is sitting minus six today. We're still showing an edge in the simulations as we make it minus 7.3 for the Bucks. So two things that are critical here in this matchup with the Celtics. Daniel Tice was starting in that game. He was productive in that game. He is no longer on the team. But the real reason why Boston was able to come back in that game, they got 15 points from Jeff Teague off the bench, who was also traded yesterday. Normally, the tie steal isn't a massive problem as Robert Williams could step in there. However, Tristan Thompson is still out as well. So they're relatively thin tonight in one of the toughest matchups in the league having to deal with Giannis. So I like the Bucs here at minus six. Again, I make it minus 7.3 in the Sims. Second game I'm playing. I'm playing the Indiana Pacers plus four and a half against the Dallas Mavericks. We get to fade Luka once again, one of our favorite pastimes here on the early edge. But I do like the the Pacers here in this spot. So one thing that I like about them, they were not active at all in the trade deadline yesterday. That can serve as a distraction, especially for some of these teams that are on the edge in terms of being competitive enough to make the playoffs. Meanwhile, Dallas did make a few moves from guys that were playing early in the year, haven't played lately, but there is a little distraction in Dallas here surrounding all of the news that came out yesterday with their trade activity. I make the Pacers only plus 2.3, meaning we have about a two-point edge here in the simulations as it sits at four and a half. I think this game could close all the way down to three and a half, so I would get on it as early as possible. Pacers plus four and a half. Well, Chief knows what time it is because that is the official Chiefs dog of the day. The Pacers plus four and a half. Thank you, Chief. He knows when to step up and be counted on the early edge. All right, I'm ready for some golf. I'm ready for some round three. Rick G, go. Chief is a clutch performer, and hopefully Scotty Scheffler is a clutch performer because I've got him in a matchup over Xander Shoffley. These two guys play today. It's winner moves on. It's for all the marbles in their group. Scotty Scheffler has played well over the first two days. He kind of got a little bit... I don't want to say screwed, but he kind of got screwed in his second round matchup. He had an unbelievable shot into 18. It spins back off the green about 40 yards. He ends up losing that hole and having his match. Uh, Scheffler should have already moved on. I 
think he gets it done today against Xander Shoffley. And then I've got Daniel Berger over Harris English. This is the group of life. Every single player in this group is one and one. There are a million tiebreaker scenarios, but the first thing you have to do is win, which Berger is going to rely on that putter. He lost two strokes putting in round two. That's unlikely to happen again. I think Berger gets back on top, beats Harris English. And if you must, if you must sprinkle a winner uh, from Tuesday, our Bryson DeChambeau pick, that's still alive. If he wins, he can still get through out of his group. But Patrick Cantlay at 10 to 1 looks unbelievable at the moment. He is lapping the field in strokes gain T to green. He controls his own destiny and he's one of the few guys who can actually win his group with just a tie today. So the path for Cantlay becoming much more clear. You know, Rick, that explosion you heard last night was my bracket as <laughs> the guy I had winning, JT, decided just not to show up in Austin, Texas this week. Uh, but at least Patrick Cantlay has three great picks that I'm going to put in as soon as this show is over. All right. Let's just, it's that time. Let's go. Maestro, the floor is yours. All right. I got three NBA props for you. Michael Porter Jr. over 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He's gone over this number in nine straight. He shot over 50% in nine straight in a high total with that game with the Pelicans. 231 go over on MPJ. And then Dorian Finney-Smith over one and a half assists, laying minus 130 against the Pacers. He's gone over it in four straight, seven of nine. Pacers give up the six most assists in the league. And finally, Mike Conley Jr. under eight eight and a half rebounds and assists. This has cashed six of the last seven times. You know, in the last month, Mike Conley's only averaging 4.4 assists and Donovan Mitchell is the guy averaging over six assists per game. So the role's not as quite defined as they used to be. So I like under on Mike Conley. And then on Saturday in the Sweet 16, Oral Roberts plus 11 and a half, the Cinderella story. I think it continues. I don't know if they win, but I don't think they're getting blown out. Everybody knows they led by 10 at halftime against Arkansas in the first meeting at Arkansas, actually by 13 in the second half. And, you know, this team, these two scores, they're not coming off the floor, O'Banner and Acemas. And, you know, O'Banner was recruited by Arkansas, by Musselman. It didn't work out. Uh, he didn't he didn't elaborate on that, but I think this guy, he had 21 and 10 in the first meeting. I think even if they do get down 15 or 16, he is not going down quietly. Um, I love this Oral Roberts team. They're actually playing better defense than people realize down the stretch. Take them to stay within the number. On those NBA props, by the way, usually they come out early afternoon. We have noticed that you want to get the number that we give to you. So pay attention when your book brings out those props. Usually it's early afternoon, but every book is different. All right. We are up against it. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Time for the recap. Thank you, Jeweler. M squared is on the Bucks minus the six. Hopefully they'll play the final three minutes of the game this time around. The Pacers are Chiefs dog of the day. Uh, plus four and a half. They did nothing at the trade deadline. And in this instance, that is a good thing. Uh, Rick Run Good, Rick G has Scheffler over Shoffley. These are round three matchups, uh, minus 110. Then Berger over English, minus 135. And if you must sprinkle just a little bit on a winner, Patrick Cantlay might be a good choice. Right now, he is a plus 1,000. And the Maestro, he's on three separate NBA props tonight. Michael Porter Jr. over 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Dorian Fed Smith over one and a half assists. You're going to lay 30 on that. And then Mike Conley under eight and a half combined rebounds and assists. And our sports line play of the day, the Hawks and the Warriors over 220. Don't forget, a special UFC 260 edition of the Early Edge will drop into your feed between 3 and 4 Eastern time this afternoon with our guy Ian Parker. Turn on those notifications. 
And don't forget about Oral Roberts, the maestro taking care of you, even though he won't be here on Saturday. You've got your marching orders. Let's take every single ticket straight to the pay window for M squared, for Chief's dog of the day, for Rick Rungood, Rick G, for the maestro, and for the jeweler who puts all of this together. Thank you, sir. I'm the coach. Remember, this is the only place for your daily early edge. Good luck.